Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. How are we all doing today? Welcome back to the scoop and a special guest. I mean, you guys may have seen him before, but oh, okay. There we go. Hey, I'm here. I'll read. I'm here. I'm back. Uh, did a good weekend off? Uh, yes, uh, I did. Not that you can go anywhere or do anything, but yeah, uh, apart from that. You know, I didn't even play that many games either, which disappoints me a little bit, but Sam shit yourself. Fuck! Literally just been talking about how I thought I might have fixed it. Clearly not. BRB! I've got, I've got nothing in the tank. I've got nothing. I'm not. Quick story that I told Graham before we went live as well. Um, that the manager, Jim Gannon of Stockport County, yesterday refused to do any interviews for Sky Sports because they never fixed his broken Skybox. That is legendary behaviour, and uh, I endorse that. Uh Shout out to Jim Gannon. If you if you're a Jim Gannon of the world, then well played, well played. And let me Gannon of the world. There we go. Audio is fixed. Apologies for that. I genuinely thought I'd fixed it. I changed a couple of things yesterday. We had no issues yesterday, but fuck's sake. I oh. mean, uh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I know because we had it on Friday as well, though. So maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Um, but anyway, welcome in. If you're in the stream, please feel free to let us know that you're here by dropping comments in the chat. For those of you who don't know, my name is Graham. This is Bibby. We together at Ice Cream Uploads, and in true ice creamy fashion, this is the scoop. Your daily dose of the no uh, the daily dose of the nose. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> Your daily dose of the news uh, from the world of video games and beyond. We go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Right, bang, live on the money, on the dot-ish. Ish, it's 10.54. We go live at 10 a.m.-ish each and every single weekday on twitch.tv forward slash icecreamuploads. And if you're in the chat, please feel free to get involved. I see a lot of you already have done and you've helped us uh, by letting us know that the audio was trash. So that's nice. Thanks, guys. Um, but yes, we do want you to get involved in the chat and support the leader because we turn this live show into an on-demand podcast, a video on YouTube and an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud and Google Play. So what are you getting involved in the chat for? I hear you cry. Well, we are going to give you... Uh, the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories in the world of video games. And we're going to give you our thoughts and impressions on those stories. And in return, we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. Let's have a discussion. So please use your voice on behalf of everyone watching Listening Demand a little bit later. Uh, listening On Demand a little bit later on. But before we do jump into the show, a couple of quick mentions. The Loot Drop, I mention it uh, regularly, is our monthly giveaway that's restricted, exclusive to subscribers. So if you want to support the channel, then make sure that you're in a Discord. You have your Twitch and your Discord accounts linked because you could be getting yourself a prize every month. Well, only one person does, but it could be you. You never know. Uh, and the other thing, we are part of the Insert Coin streamers family. We are part of the Coin Army, and we will be streaming on uh, Insert Coin's channel next Wednesday. Use the code uh, exclamation mark Insert Coin in chat for a little bit more information. <gasps> Breathe. There we go. Um, so, yes, let me jump into the split screen. Bring me back. Hey, there he is. There he is. So, did you do anything exciting over the weekend, Bib? Uh, yes, I put a mirror up. Oof, excited. <laughs> oh. Literally nothing. They didn't do anything. They couldn't do anything. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cooked a really nice steak. Nice, nice. That's, 
Like literally, like take your pick of what you're doing. Oh, got pissed up on Saturday. Bongos Bingos was back, right? But it wasn't Bongos Bingos. It was Bongos Bingos doing Bongos talent. Got Talent. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't watch shit. it. We didn't watch it. Soon as you didn't uh, waste time because you said Bongos Bingos back. I was like, yeah. And then I told Danielle as soon as we'd finished. Um, I don't know if we were on stream or if we were just on the PC chatting or whatever, but I mentioned it to Danielle and she was like, yeah, I've just seen it. It's, it's like a talent thing. I was like, okay, I'm not watching that. I've just gone from definitely yeah. watching that to not watching that at all. So I didn't, bother, didn't even bother turning it on. Was Terrible. it? It was pants. It, oh, it was, uh, it was, I mean, if you, it, some people may have found it funny, but there was a lot of like, someone was making the ball sack slap on the leg by like moving the leg. So you could hear the slapping noise. That's like the only thing that I remember. And I was like, this is fucking awful. Fuck's so sake. we got, a, we put a cup at the other end of the room and then I got all my foam golf balls and we have to try and hit the ball into the cup using things from the cupboard. So it was like a frying pan, wine bottle <laughs> and just other things that we could find a brush. And that was like our source of entertainment for the night. But you... apart from that, I don't know if it was something that you were tagged in or something, but I saw something the other day of some dude hitting a plastic cup with a golf club into another plastic cup was that something yes someone tagged me in that they also did one with um i'm sure it was lucas aid advert actually someone managed to hit a game into i don't know what Xbox. it was in... yeah i've seen that one as well yeah. yeah that one i think i've seen that on like x factor or something oh, it was mm. used like in a virgin tv and anyway, anyway 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 um let me jump through the chat and see who is with us this morning uh, tito says it must be 10 a.m ish Yes, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, Thomas Adam is back. How did you get on with your uh, flat pack building yesterday? Do you have excess pieces of wood? Does it look like it's supposed to? Has it already collapsed? If not, GG. GG all around. Um, uh, Thomas Adam says we got our bib uh, bib back. Uh, Tito says we got our bib back, bib back, bib back, bib back. Rebs. Hey. Um, what's, what a man, Jim? <laughs> I thought he said, what's a man? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Morning, who's the new guy on the left? Um, well, that's Bobby, but we ran out of letters. Do you know how you get like those Thanks packs that have certain amounts of letters? Yeah, we've used the O oh, for home twice, so we've got no more letters. So he, would you call him Bibby? It's actually Bobby. Uh, it's me. Uh, Madge has clicked my daily dose of the news, right, right, but where I said the daily deuce of the nose. <laughs> I, will wa I will watch that with you. Thank you very much for the clip, Madge. Uh, morning, Plum Rico. How's things? Welcome in, welcome in. Um, so if you're new here, what we do is we talk about the news, funnily enough, which is exactly what we are going to do right now. We'll jump in with our first news story of the day. Um, one that is fairly simple on the surface, but could have some larger connotations, potentially, is it a sign of things to come? Uh, let's jump straight in, as this is written by Matt Wales at Eurogamer, and it says, Lucasville Games resurrected as new banner for all Star Wars video games and beyond, in quote marks, will collaborate with finest studios across the industry. So if you didn't see this yesterday, I'm going to hit play on this uh, YouTube video embedded within the article. This is the sizzle trailer for the new Lucasfilm, uh, Lucasfilm Games brand. I'm going to hit it on mute just in case of DMCA. I don't know, don't know if there is music in it. Mm. Yeah, you know, I will because I'm going to keep reading. I'll keep it muted. Okay, Lucasfilm is resurrecting the Lucasfilm, game, uh, Lucasfilm Games brand as the new home for all its video game properties, including future Star Wars titles 
and beyond. Uh, Lucasfilm's legacy in gaming stretches back decades, says the company in its announcements post, and with Lucasfilm and the galaxy far, far away entering a new and unprecedented phase of creativity, so will the world of Lucasfilm games. The Lucasfilm games brand has a long and illustrious legacy, of course, being the original aim given to the company's gaming division by George Lucas in 1982. Uh, a division that will go on to produce a string of seminal titles from adventure classics such as uh, the Monkey Island series and the Day of the Tentacle uh, to beloved Star Wars games including X-Wing and Jedi Knight. Uh, Lucasfilm Games was rebranded LucasArts in the 90s, although that too ceased to exist in its capacity as a developer and publisher following Lucasfilm's acquisition by Disney in 2012. Uh, the revived Lucasfilm game uh, game's identity will appear on all future Lucasfilm video game titles which the company says will continue to be developed in collaboration with the finest studios across the industry the first game to appear under the banner will likely be warner brothers lego star wars the skywalker saga saga due this spring and all lucasfilm games will come stamped with the logo seen in the trailer of previous star wars video games accompanying today's announcement and social media channels for the brand are now live on twitter and facebook expect word of future games to be found there and here on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. There you go. So, Bib, Lucasfilm Games. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, massive acquisition. Um, I did a little bit of digging yesterday because a few articles that I've read uh, didn't really take note of the likes of EA, who currently have some of the titles under their umbrella. But I don't think... I think that, <clears throat> I think that the contracts with EA, from what I've read, don't take this as gospel, but from what I've read expires on twenty in 2023 and was never being renewed, which is why I think they're starting to roll out this Lucasfilm Games banner now so that the games that they're currently working on, disregarding the Lego one, because if it's coming out this spring, chances are it's probably like 70% done, if not already done, they're just doing polishing and stuff like that. But for the future games that will be being created, they can automatically put this under the umbrella, rubber stamp it with Lucasfilm Games, and then they're good to go with the games underneath that umbrella from here till the end of time that is all i've heard um i mean a lot of people were saying the same thing so i'm not again not going to take it as gospel it's just something that i I come across as i was looking a little bit deeper into this yesterday um so it's interesting that the ea that ea has been dropped why do you think that that is i've got an idea but i want to know your thoughts on that well there is no confirmation um that they have been dropped as such and there has been no comment on that. You kind of have to feel, though, that with Lucasfilm Games making a revival, obviously it was Lucasfilm Games, and then changed to LucasArts, which had... I mean, that is the most 90s-sounding brand that you will ever yeah. hear. LucasArts! <laughs> and then the, the, the logo was almost like a, a a playground logo, but with a dude with a lightsaber or something. If it's if it's what I remember, let me just... Let, maybe um, yeah. LucasArts... Uh, so yeah, it's there you go. Uh, images, and let me bring this on the screen for you for those of you that are watching this. So Lucas Arts, there you go. Um, is that supposed to be some sort of forcey thing? I don't know. It's very very nineties. Lucas Arts, and then a really dodgy mm-hmm. um, thing. Anyway, change from Lucas. It just screams the PlayStation One to me. That it's that yeah, just it, 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 it reminds me of the so Phantom Menace. That's what I yeah. Episode one, Phantom Menace on the PS One. Um, but yeah, no, completely agree. So Lucasfilm Games to LucasArts and then defunct in 2012 when uh, Disney took it over. This says to me 
that okay we've got a really good offer on the table from ea um let's take that get five years of exclusive ea games with star wars battlefront star wars battlefront 2 we've got the films coming out the property is massively valuable right now we can cash in right now because we don't have a plan for the future um and either that has just come to the end and um it's not as attractive anymore because back then you rewind five years we're on the verge of three new star wars films plus there's a rogue one uh, a rogue one a star wars story in there there's uh, the solo Star Wars story, uh, story in there. There's all sorts of exciting shit happening. Yeah, whether you loved those films or you didn't, five years ago, Star Wars was on the verge of magnificence, potentially. Um, excuse me. Um, so for that to be locked down um, makes makes sense. It's either a case of... <coughs> excuse me. It's either a case of EA have said, okay, well, we're, we're not going to give you as much money. Um, or um, Disney have said, okay... You didn't really do anything with that. Nothing that pushed the envelope. Not consistently, anyway. So we feel that we're going to take control of that for ourselves. Or it could just be a case of, okay, we've given you your exclusive. Now we realise that we can we can put this out to tender everywhere. We can work with EA. We can work with uh, Ubisoft. We can work with Bethesda. Probably not Bethesda. But, but yeah, we can work wherever we want. We can get different developers to create the games for us and we will do the publishing of that we don't just have to uh stick to you which i would be very very welcoming if that's the case so what's your thoughts yeah i mean it again like you just said it opens them up to maybe 2k doing a game um our bethesda doing an open world skyrim-esque star wars game imagine that that'd be amazing wouldn't it an elder scrolls star wars game so maybe we can buy 27 copies of that one too <laughs> yeah but just something like that i mean uh I'm I'm going to I'm going to say something now. I don't know if it's true. Um but as far as I'm aware, I don't think there's ever been an open world Star Wars game that wasn't an MMO. Like a truly open world game. If anyone in the chat knows about that, then let me know. Um but I'm looking through the list of LucasArts games. The last one that was meant to come out was Star Wars 1313 in 2013 and that was cancelled I imagine because it kind of went under and they sold the rights off blah 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 I don't know the ins and outs but it just says that it was cancelled but looking at the list of games I genuinely don't think that there's been uh, an open world Star Wars game now is that something that people want to see because I imagine a 60 hour Star Wars game I, I want to say in the vein of an Elder Scrolls game disregard the Elder Scrolls title but just a, a truly open world 60 hour I mean Skyrim you can play for a limited hours it just keeps on going on and on and on and on but just a 60 hour open world npcs uh not online i'm talking just single player i reckon that I'd, i reckon that i'd make a lot of money you know i don't know who they would send that to to be able to create a game like that because i, I want someone to write a really good story to go against it because like i said before just because it's a 60 hour game doesn't mean that it's good there's a lot of 60 hour games that have a lot of shitty 20 hour fillers in there just try to prolong the story you need a good solid story from the first minute to the very last one to keep you engaged that's why elder scrolls does so well that's why fallout did so well um until 76 clearly but a good open world mmo uh, sorry a good open world star wars game that isn't an mmo i don't i don't think it's ever been done uh, and i think it would make a very 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 good game if they could do it right do you know what? I agree with that sentiment. And not only do I agree with that sentiment, you saying that reminded me, I'm sure I've written this before. So just done a quick search, uh, bring my tweet up. 
This is almost 10 years ago to the day, January the 25th, 2011. Me having a conversation with Ed Welsh. Uh, imagine an open world GTA style Star Wars game. That'd be immense. This linear uh, level stuff is kind of dated now. I was talking probably in response to The Force Unleashed uh, back then in terms of it was good, but it was very, very linear. Um, and I went on to have conversations of imagine if you could be strolling around, get into a, a spacecraft, and almost like No Man's Sky, like get get into your X-Wing, fly up into space, do the dogfighty stuff, and then flying back down elsewhere. Obviously, there's restrictions, but, I mean, hardware has advanced a lot in 10 years. We could do a lot more now. But, yeah, that absolutely would would be incredible. I would love to see some stuff like that. Let me just jump back through the chat, though, because um, we do have a little bit of violence inciting going on from Plum Rico. Uh, who says the only ones I've liked are Lego Star Wars, <laughs> and then and then responds, Star Wars? <laughs> "Yeah, Star Wars." <laughs> Don't Star to Wars. Fair, I'm looking forward to to a, a, a Star Wars Lego game. I mean, there's been them going around forever, but the Skywalker Saga, if it comes on the, well, I can play it on my PS5 anyway. But um, I do really, really like Lego games. I think they do get a lot of shit from people who potentially don't see. The bigger picture with the Star Wars, uh, with uh, with any Lego game. I mean, the Batman ones were hilarious, and they're the only ones that I've actually played and finished. Um, but Star Wars one, I'm definitely up for that. Well, I have. I bought the original uh, Star Wars trilogy, which came out like alongside the launch of the Xbox 360. Uh, then bought the others. Uh, then bought the the one that came with the little the, the golden box that came with the little thin. Um, figure when the new trilogy came out so i've had shit loads of star wars games to the point where i did get a little bit fatigued of them that said yeah. within this trailer for the lucasfilm games there is um a clip where you see i'm assuming it was i didn't play that much attention i'm assuming it's obi-wan uh, not obi-wan luke skywalker sat on a rock from the obviously the newer films i think that's the only bit i've seen i don't know if that's that was a new clip or something but seeing that mm. i think oh, it does look pretty cool they are really really fun games me and daniel have played a few uh, years back, so yeah, good games, good games, very good games. If you haven't played the Lego games, definitely, definitely give them a try. Even if you're not into Lego or Star Wars, as platformers, they're just exceptionally good. It's it's basically it's it, the Astro Bot is probably um, Astro's Playroom is probably the closest kind of thing I can I can say that's that's on that sort of um, on that level. Platformers, aren't they? That's that's all it is. Like, just smash a load of shit up, get as many coins as you can clear the level by clear getting every single coin or defeat the bad guy it's just it's, it's mindless fun that's the only way i can describe it really me and samantha played through the batman ones we loved them good games good games good games uh, just gonna jump back through the chat um thomas adams says his shelves are still standing i think it was shelves uh wardrobes it was actually um and he has a random <laughs> bag of screws though so they're not gonna be standing for very long but geez <laughs> um so Tito says, what's so? What's new in Cyberpunk today? <laughs> we actually have no Cyberpunk news. Amazing, amazing, I know. Um, unless something changes. But yeah, they're on the verge of having 10% of their profits chopped away because they done fucked up. Um, Mad says, I bet they don't show a clip of the Connect Star Wars dance game. Funnily enough, you called that pretty accurately. They didn't. <laughs> um, Thomas Adam echoes, I think, the sentiment of most people. I just want a really good Star Wars game, is what he says. And I, th I, I agree be that the open worldy sandboxy kind of game that we're talking about, be that something that follows on in the footsteps of um, Jedi Fallen Order, which 
love that game. I love that sort of that sort of Tomb Raider Uncharted style, but with space elements and lightsabers. Yes, please, I'll take that again. That's I'll have more of that. But it shows you for a brand that's as powerful as Star Wars. Um, I mean, Bibby has. Uh, do you know what? We're going to call him by his name now. Everyone should know by now. Bibby has Grogu sat on his shelf just there. Um, I have a couple of lightsabers sat just behind me, just down there as well. This shows our biggest brand. He's fucking everyone's got something. Bibby's got a lightsaber on his wall just above him up there as well. Um, so Star Wars is a massive brand, but it has been extremely underutilized or badly utilized. Um, not even in recent years. In the last decade, how many Star Wars games have you played? that have properly hit, mm -hmm. that have properly slapped. Um, Jedi Fallen Order did for me. Um, like I say, I played it a bit later on after there was a couple of patches. I know there's a few bugs fairly early on. I love that game. Um, Star Wars Battlefront, I absolutely love that game. Definitely flawed, no single player campaign, um, wasn't perfect, um, but I love that game. The audio, that, that whole Star Wars immersion kind of stuff, I didn't get that from Star Wars Battlefront 2. So one and a half, two games is what I would put my name on. The Lego ones, I'm kind of enticed by the magic of Lego rather than it just being Star Wars. So for something that's such a big property like that, it needs, it should be absolutely cutting through. I mean, you, you, you think of some of the biggest titles in video games, some of the biggest series as, as, as the, I mean, from Bibby's perspective, you could say Resident Evil. Nice RPD hoodie from Insert Coin there, by the way, Bib. Just in case you, oh, thank you, very much. If you wanted to thank buy that, much. you know, if you type Insert Coin in the chat with an exclamation mark in front of it, you'll get a twenty percent discount code. Just saying, just saying. So Resident Evil, some some amazing games. Um, uh, other series, Uncharted, phenomenal games. These games consistently, over and over again, boom, 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 big titles. Star Wars, not consistent. I mean, it's definitely a little bit guilty of the merchandise element in terms of they just they can pass out the brand to different um, companies that will do their version of a mobile game or their version of a, a console game or a PC game and, and there's no level of consistency there so having something like Lucasfilm Games to, to own that and oversee that we might start to get a little bit a little bit less of a cash in and a little bit more of quality content I would love I would love you see what Plum Rico says there I've, I've, I think that's that is also very very true Never found them very immersive. Battlefront was just a COD wannabe. I do get the feeling that they wanted to get a game, a Star Wars game in every single genre that they possibly could. So they have, they still have uh, the Star Wars MMO. They had Star Wars Squadrons, which is a racing game, shall we say? Um, or just a speed game. It's, I don't want to say it's just a racing game, um, but it's you're in a carish spaceship whizzing through we'll just call it that for the sake of this battlefront a first person shooter uh jedi fallen order uh action rpg um so it, for me it kind of feels like they're wanting to put um they've got mobile games as well which are turn-based ones so it just feels like they wanted to put a star wars game in every single genre possible yeah uh, just there's been it's, there's a game for everyone card then. collection versions of it and everything mm. uh, in the past i mean you, you absolutely know someone at um disney was sat there um, their merchandising guy, and someone's come up and said, I've got a really good idea for an action RPG game. And they've gone, open the book. They've gone down the list of things that they've ticked <laughs> off. Actually, no, we've got action RPG, so nah, you're all right. Get out of here. We've got that one covered. So someone else comes up and says, what? Uh, 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 Cards! 
turn-taking game on mobile, and they've gone through and gone, oh, I've not got one of those. Yeah, you can you can have that one. You can have that one. You know someone is controlling the decisions like that. Rather than saying two Star Wars action RPGs of different characters taking different uh, tangents by different studios could both be successful in the same vein. They've just gone, nope, can't crowd it. And it's, it's purely... It's purely monetary decisions in terms of how many boxes have we got checked, how many mm-hmm. plates can we have spinning. Um, if they have a, a, a department that's set up not just for monetizing a merchandise that's purely based on games, i.e. Lucasfilm games, they might be a little bit more creative with that in terms of, yeah, yeah well, the space for two of those games. So, yeah. I mean, we had Star Wars Rogue One, a Star Wars story, coming out in between Star Wars Episode Seven and Episode Eight. So if you, if Star Wars yeah. the films can have two different tangents going on effectively side by side, why can't video games? <clears throat> I'm breathe. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, struggling to breathe today. I'm well bunged up, which, which I keep blowing my nose. As, as Bibby gets to hear, hopefully you guys don't. I think I changed my mind, so you guys don't get to hear it again. Um, let's jump back through the chat then. Um. Where do we get to? EA have totally messed up the Star Wars games for the most part. The only one they've done well is Fallen Order, uh, and that contract is never getting renewed, in my opinion. Um, Thomas Adams says the Battlefront games were just riddled with loot boxes. See, that's the thing. I would say Star Wars Battlefront was a really good game. The first one. In terms of. uh, Ferno! Hey! Um, Thank you very much for the host. Much appreciated, dude. Welcome in. Welcome in. Uh, Bibby did. Open up the stream with seventeen choruses of "fuck you, Ferno" on his on his uh, guitar. <laughs> but, but you missed that. But why that? I'm like, oh, welcome in, dude. Welcome in. Uh, I did see your name in the chat a little bit earlier, but hey, how's things? Um, thank you for the ice cream. And Madge as well. Thank you very much for the host. Appre- appreciate the uh, the support. Thank you very much, guys. Um, yeah, the first Battlefront I thought was good. I mean, it didn't last long because there was no single player. There wasn't really much in terms of progression. You could hit level fifty, I think it was. And then it just didn't go anywhere. People were expecting them to add more stuff in. It wasn't like prestiging in Call of Duty or anything. There was none of that. You just got to level 15. It was like, oh, it's done. So it wasn't a great game for longevity. But in terms of just having the feel of a good shooter, the first Battlefront was really good. It had the audio of the Star Wars universe, thermal detonator grenades and the pew, pew, pew of the blasters and and lightsabers. And and it it was cool. It was really good. Just didn't have a long shelf life. Star Wars Battlefront 2... I was, because of that, was hugely excited about. But my issue with Star Wars Battlefront 2 was it jumping into that class mechanic that Battlefield has in terms of um, you got like a sniper class and an assault class and and it changed the game completely for me. That took took the individual um, element of customising your character in gameplay to be, nah, okay, I'm just fitting into moulds that you want. I know it's potentially better for team player, but... But nobody plays team playing Star Wars. It's a big fucking battlefield on Hoth with um, AT-ATs just walking around and people just going, ah, as Luke Skywalker's running <laughs> through the middle of the fucking field with a lightsaber in his hand. So, yeah, the first one was really good. It had some extremely good bits in it. Um, but, yes, by the time you got to Star Wars Battlefront 2, loot box controversy, absolute shit all over the launch. The whole, the whole direction of the game yeah. was built so heavily around loot boxes and grinding for them or putting money into the game, that the game was shit for about nine months. They did turn it around, definitely did. Um, but what was what? that, Battlefront 2 expansion called, the latest one? The Celebration Edition. Or Celebration Cel- Edition, yeah, that, that one got massive reviews, didn't it? It, got, uh, it kind of brought it back to where it should have been originally. Um, that 
compared that that celebration edition compared to when it first came out, it feels like they've gone in and they've fixed everything that needed to be fixed um, to make it a viable option when it comes to a first person shooter. So, yeah, I agree with that one. I mean, there was there was conversation. One of the comments that Gary made was, um, "There's no way uh, that Star Wars, uh, that EA, were going to get that contract renewed." There was a conversation. So if you rewind a year ago or, or two years, nobody knows with COVID anymore. Is it maybe three years? I don't remember. Um, yeah. But rewind a couple of years ago. You've got Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, um, and you've got the, no. It was it was the end of 2019. So about 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 14 months back. You've got Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order, um, and you've got the Star Wars Celebration Edition all landing at the same time. Obviously, mm-hmm. you've got you've got Star Wars in Fortnite at that point, but that's kind of a different thing because we're talking just EA. Yeah. At that point, Star Wars are doing it right. You've got the Celebration uh, stuff landing in Star Wars. All the DLC, super content. The game is well balanced. They've got rid of the loot box. They've got a single player game, which by that point, had been mostly patched and all of the bugs fixed. Um, at that point, I was like, okay, if EA continue like this, we don't mind uh, them having Star Wars. But but do we do we believe that they will continue like this? Is this is this like um, that footballer whose who's contract's got, he's got like 18 months left in his contract and needs to play really well to get his new five-year deal and then he'll be shit again? Is that what EA have just done? Have they been shit for three and a half years of their contract? Got to 18 months left, suddenly started hitting it out of the park because they want the extension. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Giving them the benefit of the doubt, EA had started to do good things with Star Wars games, arguably, by the end of it. Also, potentially, arguably, too late. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that we've seen Lucasfilm games. I don't want to see EA get an exclusive over the Star Wars games, purely because I'm a fan of Star Wars, as opposed to a fan of EA. As opposed to a fan of EA Star Wars. So I want to see other people run with Star Wars, make it better. Yeah. I would, I would definitely be on board with that. It all just comes down to, as I mentioned to you yesterday, uh, with EA now being potentially dropped and it just being under the Lucas for, uh, Lucasfilms games banner, are we going to see a different writers come in and take the lead on it? So we've seen Gary Witter deliver one of the best Star Wars films in Rogue One. He'd written and he, he wrote that and it was a massive hit. Is he going to be able to come in and now write the storyline for a new game? Are we going to get good writers that are able to come in and give a new spin to either some of the older characters or a completely new storyline altogether? I mean, the new storyline altogether always feels like it's a dangerous place to tread um, because people want to watch stuff with their favourite characters in, unbelievably. Um, So are we going to get something fresh or are we going to get some regurgitated characters in a new storyline? But, I mean, this, this now gives us the option to potentially have better writers come in and give a story that maybe they have a huge affection to the Star Wars franchise they know the story inside out that could deliver something like that uh, are we just going to get someone who is very very good at writing stories they've been told about these characters and how they could potentially fit them in but it's up to them how they fit them in because as, as bad as it could be having new characters having stories written about them it could just be as dangerous writing about characters that people have an affinity with or an affection with <clears throat> storyline for those. Just get 
Jar Jar Binks simulator, the whole internet would love that. Everyone really <laughs> likes Jar Jar Binks, right? 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 Misa! Yeah, uh, no, no, yeah, I was, let's I go. Su suddenly turned Jar Jar Binks mixed with Yoda. <laughs> Misa! <laughs> um, um, yeah, I mean, I would, I'd be happy if we see the development of characters that they started. Cal Kestis in Jedi Fallen Order would like that. I wouldn't say he particularly stands out as a great lead character, if I'm being honest. He's not Nathan Drake, even though the games are similar. I would take Nathan Drake all day. Give Nathan Drake a lightsaber. Yes, please, because that was just a better character. That said, you go back and play as Star Killer, um, I think he was called in The Force Unleashed. That was a good character. So so reboot the Force Unleashed. Do what you were trying to do then and give us that now. Do that. Yeah, give me that EA if you want to do that. Was it even EA? Maybe it wasn't. I can't remember who made it was. Or who made it? Maybe it was Activision or something. I can't remember. Anyway, good game. Um, for the most part. Uh, not perfect, but they could do something like that. But like you say, you could do what Star Wars is doing now with, obviously, we, we got... Uh, the Solo film, there's an Obi-Wan series about to hit Disney Plus this year, I think it is. Um, so they're clearly revitalising old characters. Maybe do that video game form. But if not, there's plenty within the Star Wars universe. And we've seen with, uh, seen it with Jedi Fallen Order with how good, uh, how good that could be. There's plenty for writers to take that forward and then um, take it to the next level. Just want to apologise as well. You can probably hear loads of noise in the background. I haven't actually mentioned it yet today. So just for covering all i am having work done in the house and it's probably going to be like this for the next three weeks so that's what that noise is in the background so yes there you go um anyway let's jump jump through the chat jump through the chat uh da, 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 da. scotty hey good morning dude aarfc says battle uh, battlefront games were top notch yeah absolutely not perfect um obviously i've mentioned some bits missing loot box c catastrophes and stuff which is a shame because they have marred what could have been exceptional games um one was rushed out i think the first one was rushed to get it out in time for the for the theatrical release of the force awakens to cash in on it um which is a shame because it was a wonderful game no single player no real depth to it but was a wonderful almost almost a wonderful demo a tech demo for battlefront 2 but by that point they've realized oh wow people love this and they wanted more how about we hide it all in little boxes that you have to spend money no no fuck off get out of here no you've ruined it but we strip all of those mistakes back. There is good games underneath that. Um, EA have totally messed up the Star Wars. Oh, oh, yeah, no, we've read that one. We've read that one. Um, that was Gary Clark again. Uh, this brand name was one that was sadly ruined to oblivion with a series of truly terrible games, says Magic Man. The new Jedi Knight game, uh, Squadrons-ish, is hopefully the start to rebuilding the stamp of quality uh, this logo once represented. See, that's that's it. That's it. Um... Whether you love or hate the films, you know that Star Wars films usually gives you a level Thank of quality. You for ice cream. Mr. Robot mm. Daniel, welcome in. Thank you very much for the host. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Um, I noticed. Uh, did I see that you fell off your bike the other day? Hopefully, the uh, the frosty conditions didn't leave you too damaged. Hope you're feeling good. Hope you're, no injuries. But welcome in. Welcome in. Yeah, Star Wars films. Even if you've not enjoyed the films, you. You still feel there's a, a good element of quality to Star Wars films. Some of the, the directional decisions in the stories, okay, fine. Star Wars video content, though, in general, with The Mandalorian and Rogue One, you know that there's huge potential there. The video games, there's, there's definitely more doubt. Um, yeah. They said, uh, Madge's words, they need to start rebuilding the stamp of quality this logo once represented. 
that absolute nail on the head for me when it comes to video games for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, Tito says, maybe my age, uh, but LucasArts is, is synonymous with quality games. Lucasfilms means nothing more than movies. Uh, no, it, yeah, exactly. Um, um, and I think that's kind of where they're going back for it. By, by putting the Lucas brand back in there, gives it that tie, that anchor to the uh, to the good old days. Um, Non-MMO says magic. Nope. Um, uh, never going to happen, baby. Uh, is this regarding the open world stuff that we were talking earlier on? Potential? I think so, yeah. yeah. Gary says, I would love that so much. Imagine being able to go to different places within the Star Wars universe, Mint. Yeah, just jump in your X-Wing on uh, the forest moons of Endor. Give a bit of a wave off to Chewie as you blast off into the space. Put your thick coat on because it's cold outside. We're on Hoff, love. Yeah, pop out there. Jobs are good. And yeah, oh, it's, actually, it's a bit chilly. Need to warm up. Let's get to Tatooine and have a nice little glass of bantha milk. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. It's uh, interesting, though, how if that was the case, like how would they be able to condense all of the worlds into a game? Like they just have to choose specific locations, but then. Why would you? Uh, how would someone feel if they left a particular place out? It, it's very difficult to be able to manage. Um, it's almost that kind of thing. When I'm thinking of that sort of stuff, I'm thinking of. I could be completely wrong, so I apologise if I get it wrong. Destiny Two, they are talking about adding new worlds in and expansions, and as a result of that, they're having to like if, effectively vault old ones because mm. they can't have them all in at once. And I know from Destiny One, if I went to a world i'd go to a scene where my spaceship is fast traveling or whatever um yeah. hyperspeed light space whatever you want to whatever you want to call it um so i could i mean for me that would be kind of a good way of doing it okay i'm on um hoth i fly up and i and i can fly around in the atmosphere and the uh uh little bit of space around that but if i want to go any further i have to like hyperspace to somewhere else and then pop yeah. out there but yeah you can add new bits in with dlc or vault things when necessary see that that would see this is it okay someone get lucas uh, lucas film games on the phone <laughs> we will sort this right out <laughs> yeah. i mean Madge just said there when you was explaining that that was my immediate thought when he's a no man's no man's sky star wars edition that's when you were describing that that's immediately what i thought um that would be cool that would be very very cool um, I have not got to that comment yet. I'm going to quickly scroll through. Um, Mad says they'd fall out at 76 if such a project existed. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Thomas Adams says, I'm sure you can get a Skyrim mod for that. You, I mean, if you can't, I'm surprised Bibby hasn't been streaming it for like seven and a half days already. <laughs> There's so many Skyrim mods that would be here <laughs> until I would literally just turn 40. Um, yeah, I'm I'm old school when it comes to doing mods like that. I, I, the only mods that I want in my Skyrim games are the ones to make the textures better. Yeah, I don't want to like put Thomas the Tank Engine as a dragon or something like that. <laughs> Obviously. Mad <laughs> um, says, Force Unleashed was a stupidly fun game. Even the sequel was fun. Do you know, I've got a story. I've probably mentioned it before. I'm going to mention it anyway, even though we are uh, uh, drawing this story out a little bit. I have a story about the Force Unleashed. I... Um, got my ps3 and a surround sound like 7.1 surround sound speaker system the first one i'd ever got i was like yeah super excited yeah or 5.1 whatever it was um so i got like the, the tall speakers that stand in the back corner of the room the little speakers that sit on the, the walls in front of you the sub everything this is amazing hooked it all up to my ps3 played uh the force unleashed and like one of the 
the things right early on. I think you start off as either Darth Vader or as Starkiller, but you have all of the powers. It's meant to give you like a teaser of what the end of the game kind mm. of is like. And I remember grabbing hold of a, a stormtrooper and you could do like force pull and force throw. So I, I kind of like pulled him up into the air and then threw him and just forgot about him. That was it. Stormtrooper's gone. Sat there playing. And it must have been like 10 seconds-ish later, maybe five seconds-ish later. Um, sat there in my full surround sound room, which I'm not used to yet, because it's literally day one of having surround sound. And this stormtrooper falls down in my right audible uh, area. And I just hear like a, ah! <laughs> coming down to the side of the screen. But I'm shitting myself, because I'm the only person in the house. And from what I heard, someone in my hallway has just gone, ah! <laughs> I mean, I'd lo absolutely love to play that Star Wars VR game, Vader Immortal. Yeah. I think it was called. That looked insane. Um, but they, I said, though, they've, they've got the right ideas, or they have in the last couple of years had the right ideas. It's just trying to implement them and make them bigger. Um, maybe not having a game in every genre is the way forward. Um, but I, who am I to say? Who am I to say, Graham? I'm not a video game developer um, at all, so I don't know. I mean, I've, I've never played that Vader game. I would absolutely love to play that Vader game. Um... Uh, I have put the, these Lego Star Wars games, though, which um, Paul Marico says, great games for the family, good comedy element to them too, exceptionally good for family games. David says, Disney probably got tired of everyone linking the brand with EA's bad microtransaction strategy, with everyone wondering what small, insignificant thing is locked behind a paywall and paying over the odds for hero skins, but no grandable unlockables worth putting the time in for. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, Gary says, you're spot on, David. Uh, they get frustrated with EA. Uh, they did get frustrated with the air and apparently told them to start a microtransaction mess that happened with Battlefront 2. They did. There was um, It was uh, that serious that it wasn't just the people that deal with video games. It was basically the whole Disney board of directors. I mean, this is obviously one of those things that you, you read online and you take for granted. Obviously, take with a pinch. But basically, it was a huge conference call saying, okay, if you fuck up the game, you fuck up the game. Do not let the game fuck up the film because the film is worth <laughs> so much more than that. So that's why they basically pulled all microtransaction stuff out super quickly early on and then slowly rolled it back in again because, um, okay, you can tarnish your reputation. Do not tarnish Star Wars, the movie's reputation. Supervisable. Um, Thomas Adams says, I've got Star Wars scented candles. One smells like Ewok. <laughs> I think it's how do you know what an Ewok smells like? Yeah, literally, that is that is the only question there. I mean, <laughs> they're telling you it smells like Ewok, but how do you know? <laughs> oh, Ewok smells like lavender. Nice. <laughs> uh, Wicked Slippers says, morning, lads. I'm a bit late. Uh, no worries. Welcome in. Welcome in. Um, I'm going to skip through, so if I'm not reading all comments, uh, it's just so we can catch up. Star Wars Sims. That is featured in the video, actually. Star Wars Sims is in there. Um, Animal Crossing Ewok Edition. <laughs> um, Gary says, I played a ton of Battlefront, uh, Battlefront, to be honest. It was something that I was uh, craving, a cool Star Wars game. Yeah, I mean, in my mind... Single player or multiplayer? I, I, want, I want a bit of both. I want the multiplayer element um, of Star Wars because that frantic stuff that you get in the CODs and the Battlefields uh, and Battlefronts, yeah. but with that Star Wars aesthetic is wonderful for me but sometimes it's just too over the top or too much i mean sometimes it's more simple when there's there's less options just blasters and, and a couple of ars assault rifle kind of things and then eventually hero stuff um i just felt like everything was just a bit too ott in battlefront 2 but i love the idea of being able to play 
shoot your glasses, get a lightsaber, and, and then jump into the fight with lightsabers. It's hard to make a lightsaber game though, because when you if you put an FPS, you've got a gun and you can control exactly where the crosshairs are going to be shooting. If you've got a, a sword or a lightsaber, um, it's it's much more difficult then because you're not going to be pointing the end of the stick at people. Oh, no, I did it. Uh, you are. Fun. I did it very well. Yeah. The the thing is though, I mean that was fun but it's not it's still not quite the same thing because it's more bash 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 you're pressing the buttons as opposed to specifically hitting people in certain places so it is yeah. always difficult to balance guns versus um lightsabers but yeah fortnite in terms of their balance they smashed it very very well we need lightsabers back cool. let's, let's let's get that. out of curiosity for someone who didn't really play a uh, battlefront was battlefront more like cod or was it more like battlefield and in a sense of that I purely mean, is it a game? Is it are the matchups going to be like half an hour where you have to take down three sets of bases, or is it a corridor shooter? Um, there was both. Um, there was there was both modes. I'd say it was more like Battlefront, uh, Battlefield. Yeah, more like Battlefield in in that sort of element mm. in terms of. I wonder what it is now because that, that that excites me a little bit because I I'd want something. That's why I loved Battlefront Battlefield. Like the fact that I could be there for half an hour and I'd play in a match where you, you're conquering bases, you have to take down the the first defense, second defense, third defense, and then eventually. There was it. Was it called push or something in Battlefield? I can't remember. It was, I can't remember what it was called, but it's in. It's like I I, I can never remember the names because they're, they're confusing Star Wars sort of names. I know there's like was the Galactic Assault was the spaceship stuff, but they basically yeah they had the one where you had to try defend point A. Um, and you might not defend it, you lose it. So, okay, we'll move on to point B now, and you have to try to defend that instead, and you might lose it. Okay, yeah. your final chance is point C kind of thing. Oh, you win it? Oh, there okay. we go. Conquest, I think it was called. Yeah, that Conquest. Conquest, that's the one. Um, uh, uh, Gary says, the trouble is that they only started improving the games because they had to Disney kicking off on the negativity online. Without that, they just carry on being EA with the we only care about money and not the consumers. Um, yeah, I mean... I, I don't necessarily fully agree with that, but I agree with the sentiment behind it in terms of you, you can't get three and a half years into a five-year contract and have not done anything with it and actively say that we were trying our best or we made the right decisions. I will give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they made the wrong decisions and they didn't put the consumers first uh, or whatever. Give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Was it good enough? No. Um, but they eventually got there. So, yeah, no, I agree. Like you say, was it because they wanted to work better or was it because they got their hands slapped? Are they sorry that they didn't do it or are they sorry because they got told they didn't do it? That's the point. Um, I want a Mandalorian game, says Gary. Well, turn Fortnite on, my friend. We had one. We had one on the PS2. Uh, I bought it, like, maybe last year, the year before. Bounty Hunter, cracking game. Oh, there we go. Look at Magic Man. Uh, while not having access to seeing the TV series, it looks ideal uh, for, say, a Red Dead Redemption-style game. Uh, there on a galaxy scale. Let, let's get Red Dead Mandalorian. Yes, please. Oh, yes. That would be amazing. That's a license to print money if ever I'd seen it. If there was ever an open goal for a game, there you go. <laughs> uh, Robert Daniel says, I did come off. Uh, I'm assuming that's the bike, but I don't remember telling him about it. It was in, you had a fleet. It was a, a Twitter fleet. You put in a fleet. It was Sunday. Was it Sunday? Oh, okay, there you go. Um, I did see it because I saw a picture of your scuffed bike. Um, but yeah, um, either that or maybe I'm just following you around. You never know. You never know. Um, being that EA made the Tomb Raider series, which all had good stories, uh, should have got the writers on the Star Wars games. Um, EA didn't Tomb Raider, did 
did no they didn't absolutely not is was this i'm sure it was, was it, uh crystal uh, crystal dynamics have made the more recent ones and i know idos interactive started it but i don't know who, yeah. who did the mid like the lara crofty stuff that i didn't play um, this would be absolute news to me if, if ea was involved in a tomb raider game uh, wet dog smell says Robo Daniel. I'm assuming that's the smell of Ewok. It smells like the bottom of a birdcage, said Garrett. <laughs> Morning, fellas. Morning, Vern. How's things, dude? Um, there is also one that smells like Jabba's Palace. Nope. Uh, that, that Surely Jabba's Palace is big, fat slugs and sex. That's pretty much what Jabba's Palace smells like. Nobody wants to smell like Jabba's Palace. Uh, even just saying it, do you want to smell like Jabba's Palace? Sounds like a euphemism. No, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Jane Gabs, hey, how's things, Ro? You good? Good morning. Welcome in. Um, morning. Uh, uh, more like Battlefield, in my opinion. Battlefield, baby. Dice made it mind. Exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, it's in a. It's in EA Play available on Game Pass. There you go, babe. That's what I was smiling at. I was pissing myself. It feels always feels like when I speak to to to, Ro, uh, to Robo Robo, I always get it wrong. He tells me every <laughs> single time, and I still get it wrong. Uh, Daniel. Every single time it mentions think of Robo like, it's on Games Pass, wink. Always <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hard sell. <laughs> morning. Morning, Jordan. Uh, Mr. T, good morning. He says, need a Star Wars game with a structure similar to Destiny. Not too MMO-like. More of a focus on exploration with friends. Create your ragtag crew and go around the galaxy doing amazing missions or just having fun. Imagine doing to friends uh, to Mos Eisley. Uh, imagine going to, to friends to uh, with friends to Mos Eisley or exploring planets, taking out troopers creatures. Yeah, imagine that. Just, just chilling out in the cantina. Um... Re-Fleet sounds familiar. The problem is my memory is no good these days, so I always forget I did anything with fleets. I mean, that's that's kind of the point. <laughs> uh, blonde Lara Croft moment. Yeah. Uh, uh, the game would be called Star Wars Galaxies. Um, the one game Sony absolutely ruined the bellends. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. They effed it. Over 1K hours in Star Wars Galaxies before it was ruined. No game has ever come close to that game at all. Never played it. Uh, still play it on private servers now with my Bounty Hunter. Um, I don't even work for Xbox yet. <laughs> I just think it's amazing mm-hmm. value. Xbox, best deal, uh, Game Pass, best deal in gaming. Absolutely. Um, Agreed. Anyway, okay. Lucasfilm Games. A lot of conversation. Clearly, we like the idea of Star Wars games here on uh, Ice Cream Uploads because we've spoken for 50 minutes-ish uh, just about one story, and all we got was a sizzle trailer and a logo. So there we go. We would like some <laughs> new, uh, new games. To confirm, all we have is the name of... Um, Basically, a, a, a department, an agency, a brand. Lucasfilm Games has been set up to deal with, with games on Disney's behalf, which could mean the end of exclusives for the likes of EA and games shops around. It could mean a refreshal, uh, a refresher of those exclusives, but with more hands-on. Who knows? Either way, they wouldn't surely make Lucasfilm Games as a brand if they didn't have plans to bring us something. They wouldn't, and if they did, they wouldn't be releasing sizzle trailers and drawing attention to it if they didn't want to do something going forward. So if you're a fan of Star Wars games, obviously take it with a pinch, but hopefully a, a good sign of things to come. Nice, nice. Um, anyway, a sign of bad things, let's jump into a different story. Uh, although... Good, bad things happening to bad people, potentially, which is a better thing. So this is sticking with Matt Wales at Eurogamer. This one says, Riot and Bungie are to join uh, join forces to tackle Destiny 2 and Valorant cheat makers in a new lawsuit. Defendants said to have made tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars selling cheats. 
So Riot Games and Bungie have teamed up to tackle cheating in Valorant and Destiny 2 with their lawyers filing a joint complaint aimed at cheat software creator Gator Cheats, which it accuses of selling and distributing malicious software products designed to enable members of the public to gain unfair competitive advantage. I'm just going to stop for just a brief second and say if you're one of these people that buys and uses cheats in the game, in any game, you are a twat. There we go, back into the news article. Um, Agreed. It's just absolute weapons. Anyway, as reported by Polygon, Riot and Bungie filed a complaint in the Central District of California court last week, estimating that Gator Cheats and its owner Cameron Santos have made tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars selling cheats, which cost 90 US dollars a month, $250 for three months, or $500 for lifetime access. $500 to access... A, uh, yeah, I don't even need to say it. You are, you're all simp uh, thinking the same thing. You're all simping the same thing. Oh my God, my Freudian slip. No. Uh, <laughs> the cheating software enables players to man uh, manipulate Valorant and Destiny 2 to their personal advantage, explains the lawsuit before giving examples. Such as by automatically aiming weapons, revealing the locations of opponents, and allowing the player to see a vast array of information that otherwise would be obscured. The filing argues Gator Cheats products are unlawful as they circumvent or evade anti-cheat technology, uh, anti technologies designed to protect the integrity of Valorant and Destiny 2 and that they knowingly, intentionally and maliciously interfered and disrupted customer terms of service agreements that specifically prohibit cheating. Bungie says it's had previous dealings with Gator Cheats, uh, which agreed to stop selling Destiny 2 cheats following the receipt of a cease and desist order, although the developer claims Gator Cheats is still selling the software on a private portion of the Gator Cheats website. According to the filing, uh, damages may amount to millions of dollars in harm, resulting... Uh, from loss of goodwill among users, which is huge. Um, resources spent attempting to detect and prevent the use of cheating software, decreased profits, and more. And Riot and Bungie are asking the court to shut down Gator Cheats operation. The lawsuit is, of course, just the latest in a chapter of games in this... Blah, blah, blah. Okay, we get it. There's other cheat stuff going on. Bib, thoughts? Mm -hmm. um, I think from Destiny's standpoint, this kind of is a little bit of a slam dunk, in it? Like, they're asking the courts to shut them down. I'd be... I'd be worried about the state of video games if it doesn't, if I'm being perfectly honest, because someone is paying in excess of $90 a month to be able to cheat in a video game, for fuck's sake. They're paying someone to get around uh, anti-cheats in video games to be able to try and gain advantage. The courts, this should be a slam dunk, if I'm being, again, perfectly honest. There is no way that they can get away from that. Someone is paying somebody else money to try and figure out how to cheat in video games to try and circumvent how to get around an anti-cheat they're going to get shut down they're going to get fined but these the, the the people who are running these are very very smart they will just cut and run like they'll just take everybody else's money who've already paid for a monthly subscription or whatever it is and just leave without a trace left behind uh, they are not stupid that this won't even get to court i don't think um, they've, got, they've obviously proposed it, but I don't think it'll get there. I think they'll just cut and run. I hope these che these cheaters buy their five hundred dollar subscription, and the firm goes out out of date the next day, uh, or, yeah. or runs off the next day. Because I would love that. because what are they gonna do? How do you do that? That's like going to a drug dealer, buying fucking whatever spice uh, tickles your fancy, and then realizing I actually paid for for two grams and I only got one. 
Um, and yeah, okay, I'm not really going to go to the police about it because I'm still yeah. buying drugs. It's it's the same yeah. same mentality. You can't complain Take about from it. From experience, there, Graham. Um, maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Not. <laughs> um, yeah, absolute asshats. See, I I I would be pissed if there was any chance of this not going in Riot and Bungie's favour. It's absolutely 100% in every single way wrong. And if a, if there was a chance that I even thought a court could go the other way, I just I just, yeah. Is, it's, it's difficult. Because what they'll take down gate cheats. That, the, best, the best thing that happens there is that they get a precedent. They can then go after other people with that precedent mm-hmm. and it makes it easier to take down other sites because they have mm-hmm. legal precedents. But there's so many out there that are popping up. If, if you're getting hundreds of thousands of dollars, they'll just be you it, like a hydra. You cut off one head and three more will come back in its place. It's not that case. I mean, it, it's... You cut off one, that person has to remove to somewhere else, and you cut that off, and then eventually they'll get to the point where they've spent so much time and effort and resources and not getting anywhere that they will clamp it out. But it's an ongoing, laborious battle, one that maybe even is ultimately impossible for the largest yeah. games to win. But, but yeah, this <laughs> fact, the best case scenario would be the fucking idiots will be paying five hundred dollars for their lifetime access. They'll be. Th- 3,000 people that do that, and then the company goes bust the next day and they just cut and run, and everybody's money's been taken. I would absolutely... There isn't, there isn't many instances where I would say that that would be a massive win, but £500 out of your wallet just gets taken away by someone who's enabling you to cheat, and then the cheaters just eva- evaporate because they don't want to get taken to court. They'll, they know what they're doing. Um, but it's... Yeah, it... It's got to a point, do you, do you remember this? A couple of years ago, someone at a CSGO event taking a thumbstick with them so they could do wall hacks and auto aims. Yeah, yeah. And it was on stage and someone, <laughs> it was been tipped off that they was cheating. And the fucking idiot scream was on the big screen behind them and you could see him go into his notepad, uh, ejecting the USB and then putting his like, USB in. Slapping his, the admin, admin away while he's, yeah. Yeah, it's like, how fucking stupid you have to be to be able to do that but that's the world that we're living in people do whatever they want to try and get an edge in uh in video games especially nowadays when ranking is absolutely everything i mean most of the time you might even be the best in the world but you're getting fuck all for it because there's no way that you can get to an event and then potentially win because you'll get found out like there's there would be people who have cheated their way to an event and then just become bottom of everything like they're just they turn up and it's like they've just lost. They've been space jammed. All the powers have been taken away from them because they ain't got the ability to cheat anymore. It's it takes a foot. It, it takes a special kind of idiot to be able to do that. And there is people out there that have done that and will continue to do that. But if they're getting five hundred quid taken out of the wallet for a lifetime access mm. to a cheater, uh, then I'm all for that. I thought I was showing the video on screen. Someone just made a really crap video that has like one frame of it and then just shows some naff shooting. So, hey, great, nice. Um, Sorry, I, I tried, Graham. God. <laughs> but yeah, Forsaken cheating in a CSGO land for Optic India, which eventually got like Optic slapped. Uh, him, yeah. I think it mega bandage anyway. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Imagine, the thing is though, online video gaming allows them a little bit of anonymity 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 there we go um so imagine you go into a football pitch five aside and if someone says bib okay you've got to play against everyone else and they're really good you're like oh 
fuck's sake. Okay, yeah, well, I'm going to play it because I enjoy the game. I'm probably going to lose, but it is what it is. Imagine if then someone says, okay, babe, you can um, play this match, but if you want, we will... If you put this bright pink tutu on and have this big flashing arrow above you that signifies that you are a massive cheater, then everyone else, when they get within 10 metres of you, will just be a bit shitter, so you can just roll past mm -hmm. them. You'd be like... Okay, well, I see what you're saying, but everyone's going to know I'm a cheater. So, nah, I'll pass. I'll pass. <laughs> Online gaming doesn't have that because obviously there's no, it's just when you've got like Forsaken as a name online, you're just going to say, okay, I don't know who that is. I don't care. I'm never going to see them again because there's 100,000 people. So he's even though I've got some ID, he's still anonymous effectively. And people just think, okay, well, people don't know. They can't prove that I'm a cheat. So if they can't prove that I'm a cheat specifically, it's not me. It's my online D, uh, online ID. I'm de-individualized. It's not part of me. I don't worry about the, the comeuppance that comes for it. And it's just thinking, why? I don't understand why you would, would still play. Because you know that if you're de-individualized from the ID, you're not winning. Your account is winning because you've cheated, like set cheats up in it. You're still, you're still not winning. You're not getting better at anything. You are still shit. All you're doing is, rather than pressing your shoot button, you're pressing a different button that makes it insta-headshot or enables a headshot or however it works. Yeah. You're still not doing it. Give it up. And why spend so much money? $500 a month. That's a console. You can buy a feckin' PS5 every couple of months, pretty much. God. <laughs> if you can find them. Yeah, exactly. There is that. There is that. Um, so, yeah, Riot and Bungie join forces to tackle uh, cheaters. Hopefully, they get a quick resolution, and then we can just start dropping the ban hammer on everyone. Will always be a long-term yeah. difficult phase. But but I think, if in doubt, if you couldn't pick it up, we all here think cheaters are twats, as I said before. Um, yeah, we do. Daniel says, imagine having such, uh, such low self-worth that you pay for cheats so you can up your stats in computer games for digital cloud. Exactly. And most of these people aren't doing it for leaderboard stuff. They're just doing it for their own. I'm in eighth. And they don't even understand that. No, you're not. You're in 456. That The cheats <laughs> are in eighth. Yeah. Uh, Wicked Slipper says, I'm a little ashamed to admit that I've looked at these types of things. It's, as it's gotten so frustrating, I wanted to know uh, what they used to do it. All told, it was far too expensive to consider even trying it. But if it, but if it was free, who knows where I would be now. Do you know what? I appreciate you... Um, uh, appreciate the honesty uh, and that's that's a sign of how bad it can be that people are getting to the point that you kind of feel like I've got to fight fire with fire um, you've got to beat, uh, join them to, uh, is it what, beat them to I can't remember what the phrase is if you can't join them beat them kind of thing if you can't beat them no, join, can't them. Beat them, join yeah, them yeah that's the one <laughs> got there eventually um, um, so yeah it's, it's 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 there is logic in the mindset of you getting there obviously don't do it don't do it never never be tempted that's what they want um but yeah i imagine i imagine others have done the same especially if it's rampant and rife i imagine other people will feel like well i enjoy the game i don't want to play anything else i want to play this and this is the only way that i can play it you're still not playing it but yeah there is there is <laughs> there is uh, thank you very much for my Mishly, oh, I can't, don't know how to pronounce that, but thank you very much for the follow. And this one that's just followed, Paul My Willer. <laughs> thank you very much for the follow. What a name, Paul My Willer. Um, closely followed by Paul My Finger. Uh, thank you very much for the, uh, the follow. Um, it's their destiny to sort this out. There'll be a riot if they don't, says Gary. Uh, Madge says, I think Gary Clark is looking for a timeout. <laughs> what a chocolate bar! Wow. Um, 
cheats used to be in the back of Crash Magazine and you had to type them in yourself, says Plum Rico. Yeah, I mean, slightly different though. That was all like single player stuff. You weren't ever cheating anyone else's time. You were only cheating yourself. So when you're doing it for yourself, it's a little bit of exploration and creativity in that sort of sense. But when you're just devoiding people unwillingly of their time, uh, then yeah, nah. Robert Daniels says, special kind of stupid. Exactly. Um... Uh, da, 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 da. Around the start of uh, the century, Jesus lol, uh, there was uh, an Unreal Tournament mod uh, turned retail FPS game that had a cheat package available. But if you had server rights, you could type a command and the player using that version of a cheat uh, would all send a text command to all players saying they were a cheater. <laughs> That's I love that sort of stuff. Just getting people... I remember seeing one, like, I don't know if it was a football manager or something of that ilk where people... Got, I think it was a football game. They got like so many seasons into it and then the game crashed. And that's because they had um, basically made the game and shipped it for retail, but they made a version of the game that had a, um, a, a flaw in it, a bug. Um, mm. It would always break on purpose. And then they seeded that into torrent sites themselves and didn't say anything. Um, so then months into the game's cycle, when people are seasons and seasons into their game and it just keeps crashing, they then set up a forum saying, okay, if you're getting this error code 001XB or whatever, um, just respond to us here. Type your name, your username and your account details. So all these people going, yep, yep, I'm getting this error code. It's so annoying, 001XB. So basically they give them all the information saying, yep, this is me. And they just went, ban, 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 ban. The only reason you're getting that code is because you're not playing on the legitimate version of the game. So get the fuck out of here. Love it, love it. I mean, that's copyright piracy as opposed to cheating, but... Similar sort of thing, so get the fuck out of here. There were two other games that did that as well, Grand Theft Auto 4, uh, where the car, the, the camera would just constantly shake, so you couldn't drive, you couldn't do anything, you couldn't run down the street, because the camera would just be shaking automatically. And Arkham Asylum, there's one bit where you're in a gas chamber, and you, you try to jump across, and you get halfway across, and Batman just falls automatically. Like, what the fuck's going wrong here? But if you've got a pirate game... You just fall, but if you had a real game, you would make it. I love that. Love that sort of stuff. Just, just, it's evil. It's the yeah. good kind of evil. I love that sort of stuff. It's what you get. Sorry, you've just wasted your time because you're effectively making us waste our time. So amazing. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Um, Magic Man says, just unlock the pink diamond token rewards on NBA 2K. I don't know what that means. I'm assuming that's a good thing. <laughs> so enjoy. Uh, Wicked Slipper says, posture check. I will sit up. Thank you very much for the uh, reminder. Okay, let's move ahead. Uh, we'll quickly fly through these last two stories because we are running out of time. We're pretty much out of time already, but we'll, we'll run through these quickly. Um... Anytime soon, there we go. This one, written by Andy Robinson at VG, says, Nintendo will drop a two-minute Mario 3D World Switch trailer today. The Switch port is due out in February. So Nintendo will publish a two-minute trailer for Super Mario World 3D and Bowser's Fury at 2 p.m. GMT today. Uh, the video will be the first time Nintendo has shown the Switch port since its announcement in September and could possibly offer the first look at the exclusive content it will deliver as part of its Bowser's Fury add-on. Set for release on February 21st, 2021, the updated game features both online and offline co-op and additional content that has yet to be revealed. New Amigo figures Cat Mario and Cat Peach will also be released at the same time as the game. Uh, the Wii U port arrives as part of Super Mario's 35th anniversary, uh, anniversary celebrations. In addition to 3D All-Stars, a collection of classic 3D Mario games 
Um, Nintendo has released several additional Mario games. So Switch Mario Kart Live Home Circuit allows players to race a real physical kart and upgraded versions of Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers The Lost Levels, Super Mario Brothers 2 and Super Mario Brothers 3 are available via Super Mario All-Stars on Nintendo Switch Online. Finally, Game & Watch Super Mario Brothers uh, is a collectible device featuring classic Mario games released last year. So if you want Mario stuff, uh, and you've got a Switch, then Super Mario 3D World comes out next month, and there is a trailer releasing in two hours' time. So stick around following all the Nintendo channels for that news. And then jumping ahead to the final story of the day uh, is this one, again, from Andy Robinson at VGC. It says, Mass Effect's remasters have been listed for a March release. Legendary Edition is set to include improved versions of the first three games. EA's Mass Effect trilogy remasters could release in March according to a pair of retailer listings. Um, Actually, never mind. Do you know what I was just about to say? Was I was about to say, uh, Madge, what do you think about this? But he's already there. Craig has him in, in the chat, so never mind. <laughs> Um, as spotted by Twitter user Idle Sloth, both retailers uh, Shopitree and GS Shop are listing Mass Effect Legendary Edition for release on March the 12th. In its announcement, EA said the re- uh, the remaster, nice, uh, the remaster collection uh, would release simply in 2021. Mass Effect Legendary Edition will be released for consoles and PC. The three-game collection will include all DLC from the original versions, Bioware said in November, and various graphical improvements such as 4K Ultra HD textures, better character models and new effects we've heard for years uh, your requests for a mass effect remaster so we're super happy to f- uh, happy to finally reveal that we've been working on a remastered edition a remastered edition of the mass effect trilogy bioware's then gm casey hudson said at the time our goal was not to remake or reimagine the original games but to modernize the experience so that fans and new players can experience the original work in its best possible form it's been amazing to see the adventures of commander shepherd take on new life in super sharp resolution faster frame rates and beautiful visual enhancements bioware also announced last year that an original mass effect title had started development bioware confirmed that the next chapter of the mass effect universe is being made by a veteran team at the company project director mike gamble who's tasked with envisioning the future of the mass effect franchise introduced several team members on Twitter following the release of the first Mass Effect 4 teaser trailer in December. Dusty Everman, uh, principal narrative designer for the Mass, uh, for the next Mass Effect and creative director Parrish Lay both rejoined Bioware this year to work on the series and Gamble also singled out Brennan Holmes, a 20-year-old Bioware veteran, a 20-year Bioware veteran and producer working on Mass Effect Legendary Edition 2. So, Nintendo dropping a two-minute trailer for Super Mario uh, 3D World and Mass Effect Remasters potentially dated bib. What are mm-hmm. your thoughts? Uh, first of all, the Mario one. Uh, I think I may have to get a new Mario game. I'd never, I didn't play Odyssey. Never had it. Um, I haven't played a Mario game for what feels like an eternity. Taking away Mario Kart, obviously. Um, but I played Spyro on my PS2 over the weekend because I just had this platformer itch since playing Astro Bot. On the PS5, I don't know what it is, but I've, I've, I feel like I need to start scratching the platforming itch again. Uh, and Sparrow was doing that for me, albeit very, very frustrating. I forget how fucking hard that game was. Um, but having the new Mario game, that I think that may have to fill. I was very, very jealous. That I'd seen Precision, Gary Clark, and Asim all playing the new Sackboy game. Now that it never interested me that because I just thought it would be a little bit of Planet, but apparently it's a, it's just a 3D platformer with Sackboy. 
Um, so that's something that I may have to end up picking up as well. But that Mario game is definitely something that I'm going to take a look at later on. The Mass Effect stuff, this is fantastic news. I mean, I, I know a lot of people are waiting for this news and have been waiting for a very, very, very long time. There's a few people that I used to work with in my old job who were massive Mass Effect uh, fans. So this will absolutely please them. Um, I'll, look f- I'll look for it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a massive Mass Effect guy. I played the first two, didn't play one after those. Um, which is probably blaspheme, um, but it didn't really hit every single note for me. Uh, I don't know what it is. I played it. That was a long time ago. Do you know what I mean, Graham? If I played it now, I'd probably absolutely love it. There's so many games that 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 happens to me with. But um, yeah, uh, this is massive news for a lot of lots of people. I mean, I hope it comes to the PlayStation Five um, and also obviously the Xbox Series X as well. I think they'll be fantastic on those. It'll look fantastic on PC. Um, so we'll wait to see how this goes. But this is a license to print money, I think, having this Mass Effect Legendary Edition. This yeah. is an easy way of making money for them. Yeah, and it's it's a good way to kind of um, paper over the cracks um, as someone that hasn't played the Mass Effect games either. And I did see, where was Vern's comment? Haven't played Mario Odyssey, not like this. Um, yeah. Well, I can go one better. I've not played Galaxy either. So there you go. Hey, two, yeah, I've two, got Galaxy. Two, I've not got Odyssey. Two incredible games that I've not played. Um, um but yeah, this will paper over the cracks. There has been, a, it has been a bit of a patchy period for Mass Effect fans. I'm not a Mass Effect fan. Um, I haven't played any of them, and I'm not a, a particular in a particular rush to play any of them. But I know that. Let me just mute my Discord. Oh no, I can't because Bibby's on it. Never mind. Um, yeah, I know that. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a patchy time. So this allowing allowing people to play the games that have gone previously, the ones that won hearts and minds, will allow people to go. Actually, I do love the franchise. A, a couple of was it was it two or was it just one? Was it was it Andromeda or off off or was there was there another one after it? I can't quite remember. Anyway, Andromeda was the last one with the lasagna face and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like uh, so. Not the greatest recent history, allowing people to remember, to come to terms with the fact that the, the longer history was more flawless. Um, I, I, as far as I'm aware, didn't Andromeda get fixed eventually? Um, like, didn't they iron out all those bugs? Naturally, it was it was a I huge. Don't think they did all of them, did... but they've patched, they've made it in a much 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 more playable <coughs> version of the game, shall we say? Um, so yeah, by releasing those, that trilogy might make some people go back and play Andromeda now, which might be um, a bit more palatable and stomachable for a lot more people now. If they play through, it goes actually they're not that bad. Let me try Andromeda and go actually maybe maybe it wasn't as bad as as the uh, the Andromeda was four, wasn't it? There's only three in this, is it? Yeah, yeah. These... That wrong. Yeah, I'm I'm meaning if they play these, they might then go and try. Oh, Andromeda. replay, yeah. yeah. Get you, get you a bit slow, a bit slow. First day back, Graham. <laughs> it's all right, it's all right, we've got you, we've got you. Uh, so they'll play these three, then they might play Andromeda, and they might go, okay, well, we're all set now, ready to play uh, the new ones. It's not a bad thing, not a bad thing. Uh, and if you've got people like Madge who's already said, well, that's my March gaming time sorted, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> you don't no need to say anything else. Uh, you've already taken Madge's money. Pez Geek! Who's Pez Goo Titi? Who is that? Is that? Thierry on remote, nice, nice, nice. Um, uh, uh, La Roche, afternoon, welcome in, welcome in. Uh, Magic well, Man says he would like a PS5 edition, please, please, please. Is, yeah, it didn't mention there. Did it? Did it mention uh, the format? It just, said, oh, it, it just said 4K Ultra HD textures, which I imagine you'd you'd think. But then again, you can get that on your PlayStation 4 Pro or your Xbox yeah. One X. So 
I mean, it does say consoles and PC, but doesn't specify what consoles. So, yeah, maybe, maybe, you never know. If not, you know, forward um, compatibility might, might, be a, might be a thing. Obviously, not exactly the same, but it's, it's a little bit better. Um, Asim says, oh, yes, going to play them all again. Even enjoyed Andromeda. Oh, you're not allowed to say things like that, Asim. So, sort it out. <laughs> How uh, dare you? <laughs> Magic Man says, my face is too tired. <laughs> yeah. um, I would have thought they'd be too busy fixing the dumpster fire. That was Anthem. Uh, there ain't enough hours in the day. Um, <laughs> Anthem is in the bin, uh, along with their roadmap. <laughs> uh, you enjoyed Mass Effect 4? You're a monster! There we go! <laughs> you know Crash Trilogy. Uh, Crash Trilogy was available on PS Plus, baby. Was it? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's on uh, that PlayStation Plus collection. Is it? Oh, I must have. I must have yeah, I, I've, got, I've got it on. I've got the game anyway. Uh, I've got it on physical. I bought it for Samantha for Christmas like three years ago. Um, but yeah, I, I really fancy playing Spyro. Like, I don't know if anyone has played any of the new ones. I haven't bought the PlayStation Four one. I was literally playing the PlayStation Two one. But my God, those games are solid. Uh, I remember playing um, Crash in. Uncharted 4. If you've not played Uncharted 4, I won't give you too much of it, but there's a little bit where you play a segment of Crash and um, it was fucking ridiculous, um, which is pretty much echoed by everyone that played the full Crash releases afterwards. Um, so, yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, I won't say too much more on that. Um, Asim says, yeah, I genuinely did. Uh, many great moments in Andromeda. For me, as always, internet jumped on the hate bandwagon. Uh, Magic Man says, 50% of the reason I flew to PAX East was because Bioware was there with a big promotion and presence. Um, how was by uh, going to Pax East? I mean, not not that you can do that ever again because of the world we live in. But how was it? How was it? Um, uh, Laroche says, just working and listening. Great topics here always. Thank you very much, dude. Appreciate you being here. Thank you. Uh, David says something I didn't know for ages about Mario is Super Mario Brothers Two is just a reskin game for everyone outside of Japan. Uh, the original Mario Two uh, was what we know as Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels. Nintendo thought it was too difficult for Western players. Did not know that. There you go. Um, Tito says, I played the first three. Uh, loved the first two. Third, not so much. For some reason, the fourth, I played 45 minutes and got bored. I had to do a task fixing something going back and forth and genuinely didn't feel uh, like Mass Effect. I mean, that's understandable. That's understandable. Um, Gary says, I thought Crash and Sand Trilogy... Uh, I, th- I thought it was Crash and Sand Trilogy that's on the PS collection and not Crash 4. Uh, I thought that's what he meant. That's what he said before, wasn't it? Uh, you know Crash Trilogy was available on PlayStation Plus, baby. That's what Madge said. Maybe I'm was, sure that is. Maybe it was my my Yorkshire accent the way I said it. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll give Gary the benefit of the doubt. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I've, got, I've got you, Gary. It's fine. Shh. Uh, if you played 45 minutes and got bored, fair. I played it all, um, 40 hours or so, uh, and had a great time. As always with Mass Effect, many set piece mission, little stories and characters. And Madge says it was an amazing experience. I'd love uh, I'd love that every year. The stress of trying to get a ticket and hotel is horrible, uh, equal to the joy. Uh, I cannot hammer home the truly terrible experience. Uh, that was each ah that was each year i thought you meant that was each year as in like that was each year overall but yeah no i i i, I bet i bet i mean we we've done like events and things uh myself and babe done the likes of um EG, uh, egx's and and i can't remember what it's called what's the one that, that gamescom there we go and, and e3s and things thankfully we don't have to do the booking bit we, we someone else does that bit for us so we just go and and do do that stuff so yeah 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 I feel. Anyway, someone mentioned Crash Four. I'm sure it's okay. They did. They did. It's fine. Voices in your head. No, they didn't. Nobody mentioned. Yeah, they absolutely did. No, they didn't. Nobody mentioned it. It's fine. Okay. So someone checking Gary. It's fine. Okay. Anyway, let's wrap things up. At that point, um, so quick recap: Lucasfilm Games 
um, is a thing. Uh, there may be more Star Wars stuff coming. Riot and Bungie are tackling cheaters, and hopefully they kick him in the dick. Uh, Nintendo will drop a two-minute trailer for Super Mario 3D World today, and Mass Effect's remasters have been listed for a March release, although not confirmed, so take with a pinch. So yeah, that's it for the news for today. We'll be back tomorrow, probably have some details on that Super Mario 3D World trailer, if something meaty is in it, and a lot more. Uh, before we do disappear and come back with that tomorrow, baby, is there anything you want to add? Yes, again, thank you very much for joining us this Tuesday morning for some video game news. But if you do want to get involved with it, there is two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms. Second way, get into our Discord. There is an area on there that says, The Scoop, all we need from you is your thoughts and impressions, plus the URL to the article that you're talking about. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? It will be at 10 a.m. Ish. Ish. I've just seen Madge's um, message. Oh, I didn't actually see this. Um, uh, did you get uh, guys get my PM on the on Twitter about the Pogger tweet video? I can see it here. Um, I I must have clicked on it or or something because it has been read. But I will I will, I will check that one now because I did ask you to send me the video, but I didn't actually see it come through. So I'll, there you go. I've got some watching to do after the scoop. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, uh, just to say as well, Graham, we've actually done two hundred and eighty-two shows so far. Well, sorry, this is two hundred and eighty-three today. Two hundred seventeen. So yeah. we're on the verge of three hundred shows. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Nearly on three hundred episodes of the scoop that is mental um i'm just i'm just firing up chatbot madge i will get it there eventually thank you very much for trying to to uh, be a mod and i'm just failing you i apologize i apologize <laughs> Uh, there we go. Should be good to go now. Should be good to go now. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we will we will plan a giveaway. We're going to do a three hundred giveaway, and to, to celebrate, we're going to give a copy of the film three hundred away. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we're not. That's not what we're giving away. <laughs> uh, Can I enter it? Because I would like that. Is it in four K? Is it in, uh, in Blu-ray? Yeah. The, the way you win it is by sending us a video of you kicking someone off of something, shouting, "This is ice cream!" and then you boot them off it. That's that's how you. Uh, from my own screen to my face but that's it no it's not really it don't go kicking people extra points for the Scottish accent is that what we're saying <laughs> yeah exactly uh, the Scottish but like what, was he supposed to be Greek or something I can't remember what it was so Scottish Greek man yeah no there you go um, <laughs> exclamation mark facials <laughs> <laughs> that's a different stream. Uh, that's away, my only fan. <laughs> away from place as much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, do you know what we're gonna put, we're gonna put a giveaway together? Nice. Uh, if you guys are in our Discord, give us some suggestions. What what should we do for a three hundred uh, stream giveaway? Not not anything massive. It's just the three hundredth edition of the scoop. It's not like something massive. But we haven't done a giveaway for non subs for a while, so it'd be nice to do another one. Uh, it's just a standard twenty nine p DVD from CEX. Nothing costs twenty nine p in CEX anymore. It'll be like. 47 quid or something and you can only buy it once you've bought your 750 quid PlayStation. but there we go um yes february 4th the 300th show will be february 4th oh there we go mm -hmm. we've got a couple of weeks to get that set we'll maybe even start the giveaway before and announce it on the show we will see we will see but if you do want to get involved in the giveaway discussion then feel free to get involved in the discord or on social media we will sort it out in the meantime we will also sort out the loot drop i did ask you that uh, guys that yesterday if you heard it we have the uh, the loot drop um, each and every single month we give a prize away any suggestions on what you guys would like to see as this month's loot drop prize obviously it's for the guys that support the channel so why not have you guys getting involved so feel free to give us those comments too but that is it thank you everyone once again for being in thank you very much uh, for the hosts and the followers today 
especially Paul My Willie, because that name allows me to be able to say Paul My Willie. Uh, thank you very much, Paul. May she, Robert Daniel, uh, Magic Man, Ferno, and everyone else that's been in the chat. We appreciate you guys being here. It means a lot. Thank you very much. Until then, have yourselves a fantastic day. And Bibby, on his first day back, wants to say... Stay frosty.